Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off. Today we are talking about week 13. Wow. Welcome to December. It's our first episode in December. Unlucky number 13. Yourself Christmas season around the corner. Merry little Christmas. I love that Dude, song. Christmas season blows. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. This is... This Jack gave me the most blasphemous take. Earlier. It's not That's a horrible a, take. Saying I, I don't that, think it's that hot of a take. Say it again. It's a very hot take. What did you say? I, no, the reason why it's hot is, well, I said earlier when we came to the office, y'all were singing or playing some Christmas music. I was like, yo, like, Christmas music fucking sucks. Why? It's terrible. Why? Is I've never heard, heard that sucks? take before. Because it's, it's old school. It's boring. It's slow. It sucks. I'm not, the only people Disney. reason like it is because it reminds them of Christmas. I love Christmas. It's a great Clearly time not. of year. Uh, <laughs> Bro, Christmas, Christmas music is like 50% of Christmas. It's yeah. like no, it's anything not, you're doing, any activity, there's Christmas music playing. Like That just brings the mood. When I yeah. hear I, Christmas music, I think happy. of snow falling, yes. a, a, a nice fire being lit. No, hot, I, chocolate. Hot, hot chocolate. Hot yeah, chocolate. I That's fine. I grew up in you don't Jack. like the music. You like the music because what it reminds you of. You don't like the music because it's actually good. It reminds no, me of no, Jack. I grew up in Miami, good. bro. We didn't have no chimneys or anything. I didn't have little... Fires going on, or snow. I just or snow. I just it's all I'm saying it's is the only reason time. people like it is because it reminds them of Christmas, not because it's actually good music. No, it's great. And that, I and that, both. Reason, I can't that, both. But this take, but I just don't think it's good music. I Did you not sucks. say last week that Ariana Grande had a fantastic album? I Did was he, about to say, you don't let, let me finish. I was Justin about to say, Bieber. and that does not Bieber. include. The Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Mariah Carey's of the world. But that's all right? Christmas what? music. That's, that, those are Carey, bangers. They are. Those. All over for Christmas. You play, was like the number one most played song ever. And that song, I can play year round. I love that song. Yeah, that's one Christmas of my top song. songs Come ever. On, bro. But that's what I'm saying. There's a few outliers. Okay. And those are different. And you know why those are good? Because they're made by actual artists that are actually fucking good at their job. And the other Christmas music, who sings Silent Night? Yeah, Everyone, bro. Like Everyone sings <laughs> Silent Night. Silent Night's like a church song, though. It's yeah, not like yeah, a poppy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a, a good, Christmas song, is it not? We grew up in the church. Night. Yeah, I sing that shit. See, everyone sing that fucking song. Wow, we just got so religious. Everyone on the alert. I'm not even Christmas. Not everyone can sing All I Want for Christmas is You. Not everyone can sing Mistletoe. I'm Jewish. And Not I will take Christmas so over so Hanukkah. Christmas oh. is electric. That, yeah, Hanukkah's well, great, though, too. Don't yeah. sleep on Hanukkah. We no, got I'm, eight I'm, of them. We I, got okay. eight of them. It's not like REM sleep, but it's definitely You're like right. a light sleep. Let me ask you, though. You were starting to tell me your top three Christmas songs. What are they? Uh, so we're going to go from three to one. Number three <laughs> is Santa Baby by Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. Or is it Santa Tell Me? What is it? I think it's Santa. Yeah, I think it's Santa, Santa Tell Me. Santa Baby's a classic. Yeah, Santa Baby. That's actually one of the classics that I like. Santa's uh, in it. Okay. But yeah, so Santa Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. I can't talk Something today. I never Santa. can. That's number three. <laughs> number two is Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. That That's one goes hard as hell. It's so tough, bro. And then number one, I mean, y'all already know it. Yeah, Mariah. Mariah. It's, I mean, it's... There is just one thing I need. And I care about the present Yo, have you guys? I just want you right. Have you guys seen the video of her uh, singing that? Like someone, sh- she was singing it live a couple years ago, and someone stripped all the music oh, from yeah, it. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Yo, it was bad. Oh, it, dude, they got they caught her bad, bro. It, I See, now it was if that was your argument mind. as you know to what, why bro? Christmas music sucks, I'd be like, okay, that's a fair. No, no, case. it's not. I but your like argument stinks. I feel like it's tough, tough to lip sync though, like. Because there's a whole music behind you. don't even hear yourself, I feel like, a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, I, I always think about that right? in live performances. So maybe yeah. it's like, I cut her some slack for that. It just, it just made me think. she got hella flag. She got hella flag for that shit. Yeah, it's, I didn't. still a legend, bro. I didn't know it until this week when my friend sent it to me. I was like, yo, that's just, because that is a song that will play year-round. Mariah Carey's one we, of my goats, bro. We Belong Together is like top five. Oh, my God, ever, yeah. That's really good How does that one go again, by the way? Hey, when you left, I lost a part of me. It's still so hard to believe. Come back, baby, please, because we belong mm, together. Yo. I wish. I w- so Mariah Carey. If Simon Cowell's here right now, he'd be fucking like, disgusted. Like, where does it start? Yeah, what, uh, I mean, there's there's football on Christmas Day this year, right? Yeah. yeah. The and New Year's Day. And New Year's Day. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Right. It falls on a Saturday, Sunday, which is going to be fun. You got, you got, the, you got the, playoff, the college football playoff on New Year's Eve. Then you got NFL all day season. New Year's Day. You got Christmas. Oh, my God. All right, but then hold on. There's hoops. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go into what 
Now that the NFL is officially on Christmas, what is better, NBA on Christmas or NFL on Christmas? Well, NFL. NFL. I mean, the NFL depends because the NBA always the, has one ins- insane matchup. Like, yeah, like, they always put the best Warriors Cavs back in the day. Oh, was that was the like best. This. That was every Christmas. Yeah. I love the NBA Christmas, like the Christmas games. I don't know. I was it's tough. Obviously, historically, I think NBA has. It's going to be, but allowing, this yeah, is the I first agree. year. I agree. Historically, I agree. They stopped allowing the players to have these these Christmas shoes. The the, the Christmas feel. No longer is present in the NBA, and I'm really they're the taking that away. They're, they're like limiting. Well, I'm saying over the last couple of years, I feel like I've seen less. They don't have they don't have those Christmas the Grinch shoes anymore. Yeah. The Kobe, like Kobe Grinch was so hot. Yeah, but now but that, I look at the NFL, they're gonna have some crazy fucking cakes yeah. and bro. That and colors. That, the best thing about NBA Christmas was the Jingle Bells commercial. That's yeah. 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 electric like, commercial. Jesus Christ, you guys are. Musicians. I don't know how. I like from a video edit perspective. I don't know how they. You did You never that. seen that video? They they showed how it was edited. They though. did. I gotta watch we that. We should watch it after. That's this. really cool. All right, let's talk about football though. Let's get week, into week, it, man. week thirteen. Together. <laughs> week <All right>. thirteen. <laughs> great week of NFL football. <laughs> eh, okay, week of NFL football. Some some dud games, yeah. but I want to talk about the. We're gonna talk about both. And the AFC. We'll start with the NFC. We should. Um, who is the team to beat in the NFC? Right the Philadelphia now? Eagles. No, it's not. It's the team that just killed the other team. What fifty-four to seven, nineteen? I don't even know what it was because it was such a big blowout. You and know, they played. And they did that on a bad game. Dak did not play a great game. But yeah, since Dak has come back from injury, the Dallas Cowboys. Since Dak has come back from injury, the Cowboys are averaging thirty-seven points a game. That is unreal. I've seen the future. I know that he's about to at some point bring in the argument that the Eagles struggled to beat the Colts and that the Cowboys just blew out yeah, the Colts. And they're so, let's, so let's relive those. The Eagles beat the Colts seventeen to sixteen. The Cowboys beat them by like forty. And as Bill Parcells once said, "You are what your record is." The Eagles have the best record in the NFL, and not only are they, not only do they have a top five offense, they have a quiet top ten defense. Their defense is matching that production yeah. to hold the Titans to I ten agree. points, and I they agree. didn't even turn the ball over. It's not like the Titans came out and were like turning the ball over. No, like, yeah. they they held their team to like down. thirty yards, six sacks. The Eagles' defense is now matching their offense, and because of that, when the when the playoffs are going to run through Lincoln Financial, that's why I'm saying the Philadelphia Eagles that's are the scary. best team that's in the scary. NFC. Oh, yeah, They're the man. team to beat, regardless of how the, I, the I Cowboys will say, are played. I, honestly, so as a, like, obviously everyone knows, I'm a 49er fan. Like, it's, yeah, it's, whatever that sucks. We can we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But really? as a, as a fan of a team who is likely going to face one of those te- two teams in the playoffs, I'm way more scared of the Cowboys than I am the Eagles. Why? Woo! Way uh, more scared of the Cowboys. Talk to me nice, Pops. Third party coming Why? in. Talk to me nice. At least, so first of all, the way the Niners – Hold on. If you had Jimmy, too. This is not a proper thing. Either okay. way. Interesting. Uh, because I don't, I, we'll get into it later, too, but I don't think the quarterback really talk matters nice that me. much. I'm talking But nice. I think the Cowboys' offense is just – it's filthy. It's, it's scary. disgusting yeah. right now. They they can beat you in every single way with the run with the pass with the, whatever you want. The defense has one of the best defense players in football, Michael Parsons. Trayvon Diggs, he's a. We'll talk about well, that later too. It's a lot but, of things we're gonna yeah, talk about later. But Trayvon Diggs is him. He's one of the best corners in football right now. And then I think when you look at the Eagles, yeah, AJ Brown is awesome. Jalen Hurts is awesome. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders that running. Their offense is great. Devontae but Smith their defense, their defense is super gettable. I think actually. I mean, well, as a 49er fan. They're huge. They're, what's their biggest weakness of that entire team is run defense, run right? Defense, yeah. We're going to run all over and their goddamn ass. what did Derrick Henry do? Derrick Henry, dude, if you can't get the pass game going at all, like, uh, tan- like I mean, you can get stack the box. Going. Ryan Tannehill's yeah. been horrible. Freaking Malik Willis got plays. They, in, like, I'm just, they also had six sacks. It's pretty impressive. No. But but I'm just, I'm just saying. Robert Quinn? Jordan as Davis from, isn't from a, even back yet? Sure, cool. From a matchup perspective. <laughs> cool. I'm just saying, from a, from a match, matchup perspective, as the 49ers, I'd way rather play the Eagles because we match up better with them than the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I also think the Cowboys, when you look at offenses, the Cowboys is just, I think it's a more electric one. I'll like, give I think credit they to the Cowboys. I think they're peaking at the right time. But at the, yeah. but for me, this this inability for us to credit the Eagles, and, and I did it this entire where it's like I'm worried about their schedule. They obviously haven't played great teams. But I'm starting to see that defense come alive. Mm-hmm. And I think with Jordan Davis coming back, with Jalen Hurts, who's like – even for a multitude of weeks, I was sitting here being like, he's not playing that crazy. He's having rushing touchdowns and everything. He's making the throws you need to make, but he hasn't looked like a pocket passer. And some of those throws to A.J. Brown were spectacular. He's net, like That was an MVP-like performance. Mm-hmm. So when I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and for it to be able to run through Lincoln Financial, if that defensive line can get going, I'm, I, it's, they're on a, the Eagles and the Cowboys are on a collision course right now for that NFC Championship, and it's going to be a fantastic matchup. Yeah. But if, 
I think I can't like the team to beat has to be the Eagles because they have the best record in the NFC. If Jimmy was still healthy, would would you guys be saying something a little different? I know you wouldn't be saying anything different. Would you be saying anything different? No, because at the end of the day, I think yes, defense wins championships and offense wins headlines, but the offense at the end of the day in this passing league has to put up points. And I have more faith in the Cowboys and the Eagles passing game um, and offense in general to put up points than I would about the Niners. And especially I, with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Well, I'm I, saying if Jimmy's not, if Jimmy didn't get hurt, because that's yeah, I'm a saying whole different if Jim, story. If Jimmy but. didn't get hurt, I could go also on about how I think then we, we want to remove the Niners out of the conversation. Maybe they're not like closer to that third spot, but to me, they're still better than the Vikings. Brock uh, Purdy, he might be Mr. Relevant, but he hey, was fully relevant. I was about to say, I'll be totally honest. I think the Niners should deserve, like do deserve to still be in this conversation because I do Jimmy too, G's, but I didn't want to really get into Jimmy it. Jimmy G is like, like I know Jimmy it's a, G is obviously a proven winner, but yeah. he's not like the most elite quarterback. And then they put in this guy, Brock Purdy yesterday, who comes out, has a great Fantastic. game. We need to see him start a full game and finish the game and see if he can actually perform. But like, with yeah. they still I'm, prove I'm curious. that like, they can plug and play and put in a guy even like I'm Brock curious Purdy, to see what, what can happen. Even when when you give him those first team reps all the time, like I think That's one thing. thing that does help, one thing that does help is that this whole year he's been the scout team quarterback. He's going up against the Niners right. defense the every defense single day, the best yeah, defense yeah. in football. That helps. Uh, he looked really good in the preseason too, which who the fuck knows? Skylar Thompson looked good in the preseason. Yeah, he's exactly. Booty hole, but like. I, that was a, that was just a random straight Skyler Thompson. That's, that's a good point. But, <laughs> that's a valid point. No, he's, but, he's the best Skyler in the NFL. I mean, name uh, another. Um, but then like, uh, I, I think this I is like know. I yeah. like what the like a lot of his teammates have said good stuff about him. Like before he even started here, okay. like Fred Warner's like he's got that dog in him. Nick Bosa's mm-hmm. like, dude, there's something different about him. Like he walks around, you like you can just tell some guy like has that it factor. Like yeah. he has that, but he's also he was drafted last overall yeah. for a reason. He's well, a rookie. He's an unproven yeah. rookie on a team. I just don't know what we got. The here. Niners are not a team that you can count out. Like I just, I, I everyone's gonna talk about the Cowboys. I'm gonna talk about the Eagles. Yes, you lost Jimmy. Oh, G, I agree. I agree with that. But he might be Mr. Irrelevant from the draft. But he was fully relevant against the Dolphins. That, that was a quarterback totally. that made every single throw. And as a Dolphins fan, like we threw he everything he, at he him. He missed they a dis- lot that Jimmy makes. They disguised like, coverages. All game. And I still think I saw Brock Purdy sitting they, in the pocket. They Nick brought Bosa, the heat at him all Nick, day, Nick Bosa, too. defensive player of the year. That entire defense is going to keep them afloat. You're not going to ask Brock Purdy to do much. But if he can make those throws and sit in the pocket, don't rule out the 49ers in the NFC. Don't. But how often have we seen a quarterback with the defense hasn't seen this guy come in? Mike White last year threw for 500 against the Bengals. Cooper Rush, when he came in this year. The NFL doesn't know who this guy is. Exactly. He's going to go out and he plays well in the first game. Mike you White, know, what did he do in the second game last year after he threw for like 500? He shit the, shat the bed. Mike White this year is playing a little bit better, obviously. They're actually doing pretty good. But I just don't know if Brock Purdy can keep that success up. You know, you know the yeah, one but, reason that I have a little bit of confidence with it going in is that I've seen this and I've seen this work before for the 49ers. Alex Smith goes down. He's having a Pro Bowl year. All of a sudden, okay. this dude by the name of Colin Kaepernick comes. We all up. drafted high though. Like we drafted him like third round. round. Yeah. But but still, like he wasn't a big name coming but in, right? To, but oh, you okay. draft a guy like that, and he comes in, and you're like, oh fuck, this guy's kind of nice. Like he he's obviously plays a totally different game, and he reinvented the way I think people play quarterback yeah. now, honestly. But like, I just think maybe this guy Brock Purdy. He, you still won't really know who he is when you come to the playoffs because you're only see a couple games of him. Like, yeah, but you're, you're it saying, might be tough. You're saying I don't know if he could sustain it. If there's any team in the NFL that doesn't need their quarterback to sustain an elite level, um, elite level type of play, it's the Niners. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going to expect Brock Purdy to come in and throw for 35 times a game. The reason Mike White failed to sustain that success is success is because that defense was trash. So when the defense goes down, I need him to put up a ton of points. The Niners have the best defense in the NFL. You're going to ask Brock Purdy to hand the fucking ball off to Christian McCaffrey. You're going to dump it off to, to Debo Samuel. You're going to get those yak numbers. And at the end of the day, the Niners are still going to put up points. And the Niners yes. are still going to be the Niners. But I still think the Niners – like. The Niners and the Dolphins both lost this week. Yes. Yeah, like, it was a lose-lose. The, lose the Dolphins the lost the game, but the Niners losing Jimmy G is blow. It's a big Oh, that's loss. a bigger yeah, loss yeah. for sure. So yeah. who, who do you think lost worse? The Niners. The Niners. For the sure. Niners yeah. But it's not as big of a hunch as I had initially when we were, we were sitting in the office watching the game together and, and we got that news. Like, I wasn't as worried or – as I am now, I'm not. I was worried yesterday. Like when I saw, I was that, way I was more like, worried yesterday oh. than now. Yeah. Yeah. And Seeing all the reports that they're saying about about Brock Purdy, I'm like, maybe Big Cock Brock's our boy. I don't know. I mean, he hung that horse on us. Well, you know? he I did. Think. Brock could Brock could be really good, but at the end of the day, it's hard to come back from losing your starting quarterback. Especially now, not, a guy that he's like the captain of the team. You can yeah. tell everyone loves Jimmy. If bro, anyone can bro. do it, it's the Niners. Jimmy wasn't even their starter going into the season. Yeah. We obviously knew he was better than Trey Lance, but I still don't. 
know what Brock Purdy is going to bring long term. So I'm more worried about the Niners, who we know has a good team. But if they go into the playoffs and Brock Purdy, first year in the league, never been to the playoffs. That's scary. Obviously had college success. Especially if you go on the road at the link or something like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough if I'm yeah. the Niners and then the Dolphins can come back from a loss. So that I would if I'm a Dolphins fan like that sucks to lose that game. You probably expected to lose anyways because the Niners are just a better team overall. But I'm not worried. You guys can bounce yeah. back from a loss. It's hard you know, to bounce back from quick, a losing it's quarterback. Worse, you said this earlier, but it's worse to lose your quarterback. Quickly it's a though, bigger yeah. blow to lose your starting quarterback yeah. than it is to just lose one game. So who's the team to beat in the NFC? Oh, I mean, who do you say? I also think it's the Eagles. I'll be totally honest. Uh, fuck, you know what I want to say. You no, know say, I want to say the Niners, but it's it's the Cowboys. Yeah, the team to beat in the NFC is the Cowboys. Although I do agree with you. You can only control One. what your record is. But then, then again, the Vikings, use that same argument for the Vikings, right? So, like, if we're going to use it with the Eagles, then the Vikings are the second best team in the NFC. I'm going to say the Eagles, so you know it's 2-2. Dennis, who's the team to beat in the NFC, the Eagles or the Cowboys? Cowboys. Fuck. Cowboys. Right. Cowboys. I, got, I got one last thing on the Niners. I think uh, – I think that is the last game we're going to see Jimmy G in a 49er uniform. Mm, I think wow. it's the last time we ever see him. Because well, I'd he, like to see him in New York Jets, maybe. Yeah, yeah but that could I, be fun. What I, was the injury, by the way? Broken, broken foot. foot. Yeah, so he's out. It's. So I mean, that's a, at least two months. It's a shame. So it's probably. I mean, maybe. That I don't handsome know face how it looks works. great in red. Maybe come it back does. for like the NFC Championship game, but green. Maybe yeah. After the after this it. after this, it's like all right, you have no excuse but to let him go, get his money. You don't want to pay a guy. He's had injuries for you before. Let him go. Yeah. Start Trey. You know, if Brock Purdy plays well, at least you got a good backup. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, and then to the point of the Dolphins. I was about to say, I yeah. do want to actually talk about the Dolphins because if, Tua finally played a game that was, like, back down to earth a little bit. Yes, he looked this bad week. that first half. He still had pretty good stats through two touchdowns, like almost 300 yards, right? But he did th throw two picks, which I think is the most picks he's Look at Lipe's little <laughs> smile, bro. Look at I his know little exactly. smile. I know word for word what Adam's going to say. So, Adam. He, uh, Tua still played. Uh, yeah, Tua the expected worst game points of above season, average. But he finally came back down to earth because he's been the best quarterback we've ever seen in NFL history. And guess what? The only two quarterbacks who threw for two <laughs> touchdowns and 300 yards. 250. 250 <laughs> and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns and 200 yards was Patrick Mahomes and Tua. I'm I'm not saying Tua is Patrick Mahomes, but he's pretty damn near it. And the DVOA is still the best in the league. And, uh, well, then if also if you look at the Dolphins' offense yesterday, they had a couple of turnovers. If you look at it, and the expected <laughs> points they have is actually 21. And if you don't have those fumbles on those mistakes, you really could win that game. The the points over expectation was was spectacular for the Dolphins. Hey, and don't forget about the eye manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about the eye manipulation. Look at Adam, he's all red, bro. All right, all right, all right Adam. So I want to hear. Uh, did they, did they nail it on the head? Yeah. <laughs> Go in your spiel, on. though. I'll, I'll give you Spot the floor, on. kid. As a Dolphins fan, you, I'm not tripping about this. Like we, I'd rather have this type of performance <laughs> now yes. than in a, a playoff game where Tua can really shit the bed. Yes. Yes, Tua had his worst game of the year, and Tua's been great all season. But still, yes, to your point, putting up 295 or whatever it was, still you know, oh putting up God. two touchdowns against the best offense in the NFL. Two big defense. Yeah, against the best defense in the NFL, with the best offense in the NFL. What I saw at the Dolphins is too many mistakes. Mm. Well, you know, 0 for 7 on third downs. If Mike Kosicki doesn't drop that ball, which Mike Kosicki is a trash can, it's a completely different storyline right now. It might be a Dolphins win. So if I'm the Dolphins, I'd rather lose an NFC game against the best defense in the NFL I can fix the mistakes. I can fix the eight penalties. What I can't fix is an offense. I can't move the ball. You lost to a third-string quarterback. Bro, Brock Purdy came in and played fantastic. <laughs> Brock Purdy doesn't play defense. That's your argument. The Niners no, no. I'll, you. I yeah, use my exactly. arguments for my own points. It's what all I, right. I can flip it. The Niners <laughs> did double their score, though, 33-17. to 17. Okay, and because of three turnovers, I can fix the turnover they margin. They have the best defense in the league. 33 points. Actually, I think they have, points. Points. They, they no have four turnovers. The game was 23 to – the game was sick. We were, it was a six-minute game. The Dolphins it were was. down 23 to 17. Yeah. We were driving, yeah, right. and you know what? What did you say? Oh, I said y'all winning this game. Thank you. Yeah. And what happens? Mike Kosicki doesn't catch the ball on fourth and one. Brutal. And, and it's a completely different game. So I'm not worried about the Dolphins. The, they play on Sunday night against Justin Herbert in a primetime matchup. We have – This coming week? week this coming week. Wow. Then they play the Bills. I care about those matchups. I'd rather have Tua have his dud now than later. I totally I, agree with you. I, I'm not, I'm not I, worried I, at all. I, I agree, but does it, does it scare you a little that, like, no. In the, no <laughs> let me, like, I didn't even bring <laughs> up my I don't even point. know what you're going to ask what I'm yeah. scared of. But, but no. No, <laughs> no, but does it scare you at all that, like, earlier in the game when Tua was missing all those throws, 
it felt like the moment was a little too big for him at the start. Yes, however, you can't afford yeah. to do that in the yeah. playoffs. Yes, exactly. But I'd rather have it happen in the regular season. And what I saw from Tua was someone that didn't trust the protection. Even though he had time, he clearly looked rattled without Teron Armstead there. He and was again, missing everything high. It was he, weird, exactly. Like, yeah. So he didn't set his feet. And for me, that's something we go back to the footage, watch film, correct that shit, and come back I, better than you were you the last time. I, I would. I was just watching film. I will say one thing I did like, though, is that after Tua like had some bad misthrows, like threw a pick, they went right back to that same play after, and he executed it like almost and every again, time. It was, that and again, Tua's was cool mentally for me. tough. We know that, that was good with Mike McDaniel. Yo, Adam's a big analytics guy, so let's look at. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you want, I, I was just avoiding well, the analytics. Two hundred ninety-five yards, two touchdowns. Only him and Patrick Mahomes have done that against the Niners. Defense. Thank you. Let's look at his QBR, nineteen point three. Oh, absolutely, nineteen point three. Absolutely. I mean, look again. Oh, if you look at the box score, I'm pretty you, sure Mahomes didn't have a nineteen point three. If you look at the box yeah. score for for Tua, it's terrible. He had his yeah, worst yeah. game of the year. Not a single Dolphins fan is going to sit here and defend Tua and say he was fantastic. He had his worst game of the year, and yet mm -hmm. still the Dolphins were in a position to win the game. And that's all I can ask for. The defense needs to play better, less mistakes, and you only ran the ball eight times. So we, we also agreed, too, that Time you can't tweet about the Dolphins are two until the uh, end of Friday, right? And also, and my I balls believe, were crossed. I believe also you have to tweet about the Niners, right? Well, Jimmy G's no longer on that uh, yeah. roster. So. You know what? Swap out the Tua for Big Cock Brock. I'll Swap tweet, that I'll, out. I was actually this morning going to get ready to tweet, like, and I said it to you also. I'm not, I just defended the Niners. I will happily be a pro Niners fan. I know, I appreciate We are the that. Miami 49ers. We are the 49ers of the East. I am a fan by reason, by logic, by everything. We have Mike McDaniel. We have everything. So, if I'm, you have I'm Mike McDaniel, the amount, you have everything. You know what's crazy? That y'all had seven revenge games yesterday and still didn't win. It was close. Trent Sherfield took that to the, oh, I'm not, all the players. And yeah, stuff. players, Dolphins coaches, a lot Dolphins of revenge fans, games. don't trip. We're, we're fine. They we're had good. the Trent Sherfield revenge game. And I'll let River you know, right Craycraft now, revenge game. Jeff ball. Wilson. Fucking uh, Raheem Mostert. Mike McDaniel. Wes Welker. Who is the – and you have one other coach too. Like, Talk about a revenge game. Malik Hooker against the Colts. Yeah. Two interceptions, one pick. Yeah, I want to talk – I want to pivot though outside of the Dolphins and stay in that realm of the AFC because I think the team to beat in the AFC right now is the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm -hmm. I, I don't and think I'll that's crazy you, to say. I'll tell I you why. I also don't think it's crazy. The Chiefs – can't beat the Bengals. They're really? oh, Patrick Mahomes is 0-3 right now in the last, I guess, last, year and a half. The last three games. Well, the, yeah, the last three games. 0-3 career. Burrow played, fan, I don't know his stat line. I don't know his. Yeah, I, the, before that? Before last yeah, year was the first time they played each other, and obviously oh, Bengals really? won both of them then this year too. So I think, like, and again, we all year have not credited, including myself, the Bengals. And yet the well, team. The, a team can get better. Of course, and they're peaking at the right time, and the reason they're the team to beat is they were the team to beat last year. They made it out of the AFC. So I got to give credit to where credit is due. When I look at the Bills, I ain't worried about the Bills as much. I know what they are. No. I, I, I've seen the realm. If I'm ranking the AFC teams in terms of the team to beat right now, I go Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. You're, you're overreacting to matchups, bro. What do you mean? How am I overreacting? I'm giving credit. A, a team, the Browns have the Bengals number. That doesn't mean the Browns are better than I'm the, not, the Bengals. I'm not saying that. The Browns that. have won the last five against the Bengals. The Bengals are not better than the Bills or the Chiefs. They're a good team. They're probably number three. I think they're better. Because, I think they're better than the Bills. I think they're better than the Bills. Well, but who I, are you more I could argue of? though that's the same argument as saying like the Cowboys beat the Colts by forty, but the Eagles beat them by one. Like that's just a one game matchup. You know that doesn't necessarily mean they're like that much better of a team. That's the same argument. Which one game matchup are we talking about? I'm just against the Colts. I'm just saying like it, no, no. I mean with the Bengals, what's the correlation? I, I got lost. Baker's being released. Baker's oh. being released. Oh. We have just found out Baker Mayfield wow. is being released. You heard it here we first. Baker will it. be going to the San Francisco 49ers. I'm calling <laughs> it right now. Actually, I, I would that. love that. Oh, my actually, God. Baker. Okay, so, all right. Let's, let's that's, just pivot yo, this. Yo, that's, that would be the San Francisco sex boys. You got Baker. Jimmy's still on the roster. You got CMC. That's a, that's Nick Bosa, so that's Baker, a hot roster. Baker Mayfield on the 49ers. That's they're back right. to Super Bowl contenders. Uh, yes. I think so. Because wow, Baker doesn't what a have to do If Baker goes to the Niners, he doesn't have to do too much, right? Like, he does he, – the the shoulder, like – I agree. I don't know why I'm thinking of, like, the, the term in my head. He doesn't have to shoulder the load as Dang much as he did well on the Panthers and the Browns. Like, he just has to not make stupid mistakes, maybe create a little bit outside the pocket when things break down a bit. Oh, Jack's heart on Baker just flips no, I, 180 he's degrees. He's been so anti. He's been so – Baker's better the than worst watch, player in football. Watch the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the Niners not even sign Baker. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, they hold on. Do, if they, they don't sign Baker, that is – not they're, they're not doing their due they diligence. Need they need they need right. to sign Baker. Let's play pure hypotheticals. Okay. I love this game. It's one of my favorites. The 49ers sign Baker. The 49ers and Baker 
Go to the NFC Championship. Go to it? Go to the NFC okay. Championship. Now, I don't know what happens because the Cowboys and the Eagles both fantastic, and they could lose that. They've now, let's say, lost the NFC Championship. Baker played great, though. I mean, he looked Trey like— Trey Lance the, starts next year. Yeah, facts. But, but Baker is a rental. If Baker wins the Super Bowl, if he goes on Nick so Foles old, with that bitch, dude. I mean, yeah, dude, but Nick Foles didn't guys. even get the fucking opportunity. I still don't think you resign Baker. Baker wins the Super Bowl, awesome. It's a Nick Foles type shit. Yeah. Get rid of Nick. Uh, yeah. Baker, but then Baker it's more of a conversation. I think if he just yeah, goes, but, the, back to Carson Wentz but if we're yeah. using the Lipe argument of like how the Cowboys beat the Colts and how the Eagles and the Eagles was a less impressive win, yeah. what's more impressive is the fact that Baker went number one and Trey Lance went number three. So the number one pick should be better than the number three pick. You know what I'm saying? No one followed that one? No. <laughs> Me neither. A lot of these arguments are going over my head. I'm like trying to like. Oh, All right. Oh, Baker, of... Baker, if ba- Baker to the Niners Whoa. keeps them in that You know what's going to happen? So he's going to hit waivers. I don't know what that waiver order looks like. Some motherfucking team that doesn't need this guy is yeah. going to put in a claim for him and the Niners. Some, shit. some stupid shit, right? Yeah. There's going to be some stupid shit. Team, to ha- what other or you know what's going to happen? Because the Seahawks. Can we abolish hate, the waiver The Seahawks order? and Rams hate us. They're going to be like. You know what? Fuck the Niners. We're going to put our waiver claim in for Baker Mayfield so the Niners don't get this guy. Yeah, they do. But it's not like they're going to compete. They're 3-9. They might still do it. They're going to do it in spite of the Niners. Wait, or so what other they don't even have a first-round pick, I don't think, right? What so other team could legitimately no. get Baker or want to look for Baker, do you think? The Rams? Yeah. The, uh, the Texans could just because. Texans? Why not? Let's uh, see what's there. I was going to say the Rams don't even have a first-round pick, though, so it's not really worth That's what I'm saying. Uh, so it, they should. That's they why should. it's worth looking at Baker. Yeah. Exactly. Because wa- Safford's pretty washed. Oh God, I'm if sorry. If the Rams get him, which they, you know what, they always fuck him Low up. Key? They're like they're like the Dodgers. Those LA teams, those pieces of shit. All they do is buy, 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 buy. I fucking hate that. Low <laughs> like key, low key, the Rams, if they sign Baker this year, it's and let's say it's like a two year deal. Even if it's a one year deal, and they have to consider. Yeah, just a little one year, year to see. There's gonna be a competition between him and Matt Stafford next year. I'm trying I don't to know think if Matt so. Stafford is that much better than Baker. Right, I don't think so either. Point, at this point, wow. I don't, I don't think, so. I don't think that's crazy to say. Matt Stafford's been awful this yeah, year. Yeah, he He's been abysmal. All right, so I, he's also been hurt. Are we gonna stay on Baker? Or are we going back? Because yeah, I feel like yeah, we let's can't go get back. Baker. We don't even know if Baker's going in the. Yeah, yeah I just true. that All was right. just we. What we were talking about is like who is the team to beat in the AFC? The Bengals. And yeah. we're saying the Bengals. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals are really good. I'm just. I want to go back to what your point because I didn't understand it. So, what was your comparison? What was the one game sample size you were talking about? You were the Browns. You were talking about the Browns. I'm saying the Bengals. The Bengals have beat the Chiefs the last three games, and I think we have to separate a good matchup for the Bengals, which is the Chiefs. Obviously, it's a good matchup for them. They won three <coughs> straight from them being just a more dangerous team overall yeah. than the Chiefs. I think when you say who's the team to beat, who's the team you're more afraid to face, yeah. and that's I mean as much as I, the Bengals obviously can beat the Chiefs almost every single time. We've seen that. But I think if you're just any other team in the AFC, you're playing someone in the playoffs, yeah. I am absolutely terrified of Patrick Mahomes because you can be up 24 in the playoffs and you can lose. But if it happens to be that matchup, then you really have to consider, like, the Bengals. But I can make that argument with Joe Burrow and the Bengals as well. They were down 17 in the AFC Championship, and Joe Burrow and the Bengals came back. That's not down 24. Like, when they were up against the – or the Texans were up 24. Both are hard to them, do. Like, I just think when I look at the way the offense is – no one's giving enough credit to the Bengals. Samaja Pirine oh, is yeah, fucking Samaja Pirine good. might be better than Joe Mixon. Hard. Literally, I think yeah. he might be better than Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon backed up Samaja Pirine at Oklahoma. When when do we talk about like the Bengals running back duo being yeah, arguably the best? Yeah, he didn't he didn't back up just, in Oklahoma. I don't I don't think, yeah, he did. Did he? Nah, yeah. nah, nah, oh, I don't know. That was they different. Carries. Okay, but and I, when do we talk about the Bengals being in that conversation for like having also, some of the best punched, duo? Mixon punched the fuck out of that girl. Then so that oh yeah, yeah, that might be why. Yep, that was why. Yeah. We've we've yeah. always said who's the third best. We've always said who's the third best team in the AFC. It's not who's the third best team. It's the Bengals. Well, let me rephrase. The Bengals would be that third best team, but in actuality, it should be who's on the level of the Bills and the Chiefs. It's the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. Sure, Those three sure. are on the same playing field. It's I, no longer one, two, three. It's I don't, 1A, I don't know if it's B, the same C. playing field. I think it be, might be Bills a little bit below the Bengals. I think the Bills. I think the Bills have fallen off. Because yeah. the, yeah. the Bengals, you finally seen right now like that offensive line that. Was revamped this year is starting to finally click a little bit. They're a good running offense. They People don't talk, give them enough credit the Super for that. Bowl off an offensive line that was terrible, a defense that was overperforming, and now you're seeing a team that's putting it together. They've vastly improved. They've revamped that offensive line, and now you have the experience of going to the Super Bowl. I'm terrified of the Bengals. I, I know it's the regular season, but the Chiefs now have two kind of tough losses against 
the Bills and the Bengals. And if the Chiefs actually are the best team in the league, they need to beat those teams. They need like, to be at least to one of them. Teams. Yeah. And if if they want to prove that they're actually the best team in the league, like they got to beat them in the regular season also. It doesn't like doesn't make a difference, you know. I just That's think true. I, I think it, it, like the NFL, Chiefs are just tacking on bad losses. The NFL as well. is all about getting hot at the right time. Like yes. I, I I don't think the best team in the NFL hands down is the team that wins the Super Bowl. I think it's a team that gets hot at the right 100%. time. And, and everything kind of goes your way. Last year was the Bengals during that run. I think the Bills are regressing, and I think the Bengals are soaring. So that's why, for me, I'm going to put – if I, if I have to put – like, if where's my money going? Let me rephrase that. Because if, if I have to bet on a team, obviously I think I'd still take the Chiefs to win the AFC because I've seen a larger sample size. But that Bengals team is above the Bills for me. And I think the Bengals yeah. deserve the, the, the mm -hmm. right – um, and, and defense to say that is anyone to, to like be. that close to those three either? Nah, I don't think so. The, Dol well, he wasn't the Dolphins are, are, are up there, but I don't think they're still like the on reason that I level. still want, tier below. Yeah, I think the, the unfortunate part about the Dolphins being there is we we haven't seen sustained success against top tier teams. We're gonna see over this next six games or five games, whatever it is, because their remaining schedule is Chargers, Bills, Packers, Jets, and Patriots. That's a hell of a schedule yeah. to wrap up the year. Now there's a chance they can end 12 and five. There's a chance that you know they could fucking not win a game the rest of the season. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I'll put them four because yeah, I give I'll credit to that. them to those three teams. Those three teams are fantastic, but we're gonna find out a lot about the Dolphins over the, the next couple weeks. Well, look, the Bengals have won six of their last seven <coughs> games, and up next they have the Browns, who they've lost five straight to. They can't beat the Browns again. They're a better team than the Browns, but we'll beat the if Browns we're judging them based off of who it's, wins that game, we're not gonna say the Browns are a better team. It's in Cincinnati. It is in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'll be there. Game. Right, still oh, yeah, 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 right with. Oh, there you go. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I mean. So, but no, I do have the Bengals probably. Yeah, number two. I mean, they're hot right now, and the Bills look a little suspect. They definitely look gettable. They look great. They don't look I, great yeah. right now. Yeah, a lot of people on social media not uh, not uh, backing up the Bills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know who also has uh, not been backed up so well on social media has been Justin Herbert. I thought you no, were going to say a different person. I feel the opposite. Well, I feel like he's fair, been backed up. Fair, fair. Sorry. Justin <laughs> Herbert is like the prime time social media quarterback, right? Yes. So like, yes, everybody thinks he's like this elite guy, the next talent, the next Patrick Mahomes, right? One of the great social media that's boy. coming up. <laughs> but if you look at his stats, he's been not playing that great, and, <laughs> and he, they well, keep losing. Shout out you, to uh, you said something yesterday. Shout out like, to Emmanuel Acho for this yeah. one because so, I think he's been taking the most slack for for this narrative that he's put out that he is the social media quarterback, and yeah. I think people take it completely out of context. But he was so spot on, and something that happened on Sunday proved. Acho's point completely. Oh, that was, was the best. That was the best. Which was Justin Herbert for the entire game. If you watch the Chargers Raiders game, which unfortunately Red Zone was just feeding us that game, I, don't and I didn't want to that. see a single thing of that. Justin Herbert actually. Justin Herbert wasn't playing great though. Like no. it, it was the Raiders, and he comes out and he rolls out. And he makes this crazy throw to Keenan Allen. Might I add, fantastic. That was throw. ridiculous. Insane. Throw, yeah. And someone tweets Emmanuel Acho and says, uh, "Here goes Acho going to tweet about this as the social media quarterback." And Acho comes back and says. Yeah. You are literally proving my point because up until that, <laughs> six minutes left in the fourth quarter, he had a 57% completion percentage, which is between Baker Mayfield and Zach Wilson, <laughs> and you're losing to the Raiders. Hey, don't so, talk about my quarterback that way. <laughs> Baker, yeah, don't talk about that way. So the fact that Justin <laughs> Herbert is a social media quarterback is more so rooted in the fact that like you're going to only credit those wins and not talk about his he, losses. He has flashes of like these incredible highlights. Yeah. That's the stuff they show us yeah. on social media. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that's why he's the social media quarterback. And, that, and that's the reason why hair, everyone thinks he's that he's – flashy moves, you know. That's why people think he's so great too is because you see he does things that – almost any other quarterback cannot do, right? Yeah. He has those things. Yeah. It's crazy. But, like, if you actually look at the stats, like, he's a I mean, you look at the stats quarterback. Yesterday, I mean, if we just look at yards, 335, you're like, oh, sure. we got to go get Sick. it right now. He had one touchdown, no interceptions, which is cool. 15.2 QBR. Yeah. So worse than Tua. Shoot. I mean, so and they, Tua. Nobody's okay. talking about. And nobody's talking about Justin nobody's Herbert. Talking about Justin Herbert today. People okay. Everyone's talking about Tua. Can we, can we get yeah. the right narrative in here for TikTok? Because that was a good one. I like that one. I, I don't know what the, the, the hook I didn't is know on the that, QBR but that was, was great. 15. Everyone wants to clown Tua for the performance against the Niners. The number one defense in the league. The number one defense in the league. And yet the Dolphins were still in a position to win. But what did and Justin, Justin Herbert Her do against, against the Raiders? Raiders, the shit Raiders. What was Justin Fif Herbert's QBR? 15.2 And what was Tua's QBR? It was like 18. 19. 19. Okay. 19. Yeah. okay. And yet still, one team was in a position to win, and Justin Herbert was in a position to I try mean, and catch to up with fair, 15 To be fair, we're comparing left. garbage can games. I want to yeah, ask, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. ask Felipe and Jack this question. Who would you take right now for the – like, if you were to build a franchise, who would you rather have, Justin Herbert or Tua Tagovailoa? Well, that I don't think is a fair question. <laughs> I'll take Justin Herbert. Their coach fucking sucks. I think, again, 
the problem with the Chargers isn't Justin Herbert. Is he not? He's not performing well for sure. Like we all see that. But I think that's rooted in the system. That's rooted in the offense. I always forget the fucking coach's name. What's his name? Brandon Staley. Yeah, Staley. Yeah. Uh, Costco. 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 <laughs> Brandon Staley shouldn't be an NFL head coach. How are the Chargers? I think they're six, six and six. six. How are they five hundred through half the season? Like, I don't get it. Through like three quarters of the season, they're five hundred with one of the best, most talented quarterbacks in the league. A great roster. They, so I don't think it's on Justin Herbert. See, here, so I would take Herbert over Tua. Here's the thing, because you said, who would you rather build a team around? It's Justin Herbert. But if I had to pick one quarterback to win right now, it's Tua. Well, that's that's well, the difference. Because I think, I think so we, know, we know Tua. I think Tua is reaching about his ceiling right now. But Justin Herbert, we don't really know because he's had a shit-ass yeah, coach. I don't think we like, know Tua's ceiling yet. You don't think so? No, uh, I, I also don't. don't. But what we have seen is that they have built a team around Tua, and yeah. he's performing. And he looks and awesome. Winning. So, but, but Justin, oh, well, they, they've actually built a team around Justin Herbert. But the Justin coach Herbert, they didn't sucked. build a team around Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was came into a team that was already built. Yeah, Austin Eckler, true. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, an offensive line where they were able to get Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Like they added so many defense, defensive pieces. And at the end of the day, you could talk about their defense is trash, all this stuff. But your quarterback's supposed to lead you to points. And you could put it on Brandon Staley as much as you want. But this narrative that Justin Herbert's a social media quarterback is the fact that he just he also can't win. And so at hold the end, on, of hold on, hold on. Let's let's be real though. I know you're gonna bring up two one last year. The Dolphins didn't look great last year, and they had a bad coach. Like you, you hate Flores more than anybody. They get Mike McDaniel in there, yeah, and no. then now Tua looks. No, great. no, hold on. Coaching is a huge part of it. Huge. Ask me, ask me that question about Justin Herbert and Tua, and I'll tell you. Every single person will also say because of the intangibles, you put Justin Herbert in the right position. Yeah, of course he's gonna find success. I'll take the intangibles as well. But at the end of the day, I can only take. The success that I'm seeing on the field in those in that small sample size, and you could say Justin Herbert hasn't had you know his wide receivers the entire year and all this shit, but like Tua still put up numbers last year when he had a terrible team. So I'm gonna take the quarterback that's winning right now. I find a quarterback that can find a way to win. A hundred percent. But I think Felipe's point is that like right now he's winning because he was given a great coach and no he was doubt given about the it. pieces that they are building a team around. No him. Doubt about it. Justin whereas, Herbert's been failed by for his coach. the Chargers, his coach is bad. And therefore, he's not playing great. His pieces have not been great. Eckler's awesome, The reason people hate Tua, and it was unfair, as we can see now, is because the past couple years, Tua hasn't really been great. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think Justin Herbert, you get Sean Payton in there, the Chargers are going to be fantastic. I just think the conversation was about a social media quarterback, and I think everyone takes the social media aspect out of it because Justin Herbert is not going to get slack when he plays like shit, and he's going to get praise when he makes these off-balance crazy throws. And no one's going to keep that same energy. Yet he had a worse QBR than Tua, and yet people are going to come ridicule for that. It's wild. Tua. No, I haven't seen anyone talking shit on Justin Herbert on Twitter. Yet. It's unfair. Like, They're six and six, yeah. and he's a part of it, bro. Your point about him having a worse QBR than Tua mm-hmm. is a why he's a social defense. media quarterback. Yeah. Because people aren't talking about it. No one's going to talk no. about it. All right, here's another social media player that, uh, that Jack brought up before. Great point. We were oh, talking yeah. about Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, this, 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 is a, this is a take. I was, you guys are talking about Herbert being a social media quarterback. I was like, in my head, like I was just sitting in the background, you know, mulling around, kind of thinking, you know, to myself as uh, I do. You're a good thinker, though. You're, yeah, you're... I, that's the first time anyone's ever said that to me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> first time for everything. Yeah. Right? It's, it's no, the holiday season. But you know, you know who's a social media player? A social media corner is Trayvon Diggs. Explain. But in the opposite way that Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback, mm. because you see Trayvon Diggs. What was one of the biggest clips shared around yesterday? Him getting cooked by that special teams wide receiver, yeah. right? Yeah. But people aren't talking about how Michael Pittman only had one catch. People aren't talking this whole year how he's shutting out Justin Jefferson. He's AJ shutting Brown. down some of the best receivers in football. He's a top two to three corner, in my opinion, yeah. in the league right now. Yeah. But no one wants to give him credit for that because it's the popular thing to shit on the Cowboys. It's the popular exactly. cool thing to shit on Trayvon right. Diggs. When, realistically, he had, what, 12 picks last year? Something like that? I, yeah, I was going to say, no, no, he came in. I think that's why they do it, though. Because yeah. he came in, he had 12 picks last year. How many picks did he have this year? Does he have, like, Not as many because they're not throwing his way because he's no, locking them also, down. But also, yeah, having, 12 like four, picks, like four or five. having 12 picks is an anomaly. If there's You're ever not going to do yeah. that every season. No, yeah. If there's ever been a stat that backs up social media cornerbacks, it's how many INTs do you have? I don't give a shit about that. I really don't. Well, I care about that. Because you're not going to throw to him if a wide receiver's not open. Maybe people want to shit on him because he's on the Cowboys and because yes. he has all those picks like well look at his uh look at his yards against last year with all these receiver ball but <laughs> you look at this year he's a he's a different player yeah. like he he's locked down as it gets I'll, gi- I'll it's give just you that. I don't I I fucking hate the Cowboys but I think it's unfair how much Trayvon hate this guy Diggs gets. only has three, three interceptions this year I don't care about the which is tied for like I don't can, know. It's not that is many. there a stat we can pull yeah. up about how many yards he's let up? Do we know that? Or like, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen some graphics. Trayvon Diggs let up a lot of yards last year, so he had the 12 interceptions. PFF grade? Let up a lot of yards. Is this his yeah, second? Well, the reason he got so many interceptions is because people were targeting yeah, him all the season? time. Uh, third, yeah. He missed his rookie season with the injury. He I, played like three games. 
I also, did he have 14 picks last year? It says he has 17 career interceptions on. Uh, no, he had like a, one or two. He played like three games his rookie season and yeah, he got hurt for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that because I feel like I also see so many people saying Sauce Gardner's insane. And don't get me wrong, I think he's a great cornerback, but the same way on social media people share, you know, Trayvon Diggs getting burned or Justin Herbert throwing big, crazy throws is the same way I've been seeing on social media people putting Sauce Gardner a lot of times he's holding, and I think the best corners are able to get away with holding a lot. But I think it's unfair to put Trayvon Diggs as this guy that's like a shit corner. I think he's a social media cornerback in the sense that he he only gets – you know, he shit, shit on, on social media. Yeah, when and one he, bad play happens, but then like, when something good happens, nobody's going to say like, bro, anything pe- about him. People get cooked. That's part of being a corner. You know what no one shared yesterday was Jair Alexander getting absolutely mauled. and spun. Yeah. It was by Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry made that boy look terrible, and no one's sharing that. Well, then like, I guess on the conversation stuff of like that, that's defensive cr- players, because we, we talked a little bit about Nick Bosa, Yeah, rank the, rank the defensive players you'd want to start a franchise with today, like top five. Micah Top five. Parsons is number one. I think, think yeah, Micah's one because of all the versatility. Okay. So you, you're gonna want to get in on this. See, this I'll is go. Like, I'll go him. So filthy. Miles Garrett. Two. Miles Garrett. T.J. Watt. Mm. Yeah. You didn't put Bosa. Nick Bosa's four. Interesting. But yeah, I but Miles. I just think T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett are on a different level Aaron of it Donald? right now. Aaron Donald's too old right now. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I would on edge. Like Sauce, honestly, has been unreal. Nah, yeah, I'd but, rather but take the an thing edge. is the value with a yeah the value with a rusher over a corner is like higher. So what are you doing? Top five players. So I was just looking at Trayvon Diggs against receivers. If you had to start a franchise today and you had to pick a defensive player to build that defense around, who you taking? Who? You, what's your top five? Yeah, look like? your top. Yeah. Uh, Micah Parsons. Okay, I agree. Uh, it's a it's an edge rushers league. So you so I'm gonna go Miles Garrett again, also mm-hmm. over Bosa, but then I'm gonna go Sauce Gardner three. Really? Over over saying. Bosa, TJ Watt? Why? Because there's a, something to be said about a – I love a player that can produce, and Nick Bosa can produce. But I love the flashiness around a guy like Sauce Gardner, too. Like the like Real Revis. Yo- like a young Jalen Ramsey, in a way. Jalen Ramsey. The Real, like when you can take away a number one wide receiver, all of a sudden a mid-defensive end looks like a top defensive end. So I think it goes both ways. So I'm going to go Sauce three. I'll go Nick Bosa four. And then five, five is tough. Not TJ Watt. Watt. Yeah, I guess TJ Watt. When he, I mean, so I hate, good, you know who we, you know who the Cowboys drafted over TJ Watt? Taco Charlton. Who? Oh, and they're trying to say Jerry's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we, we drafted Taco Charlton over TJ Watt. I saw that meme the other day. <laughs> trying to say Jerry's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, uh, TJ Watt five. I get yeah, sure, 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 sure. Sure. I was looking up uh, Justin Jefferson. There's stats. also guys. I mean, there's like younger guys like age. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson has been there awesome. There he is, this but I, I, I got to see yeah. more. He's been awesome I'll tell you what, year. Sauce Gardner's not in my top five of guys I'm building around Where would you right go? Now. My top five would, like you said, it's an edge It's an edge type of league. I'm going to go Micah Parsons one. I feel like Parsons one is obvious because it just is versatility. versatility. Too. Yes, like, but here's where I differ. I actually go in Bosa two, not just because I love him and we have some great memories together, but because if he doesn't tear his ACL, he was on pace to potentially win defensive player of the year last, last year. year. Yeah. So okay. and and if, this year he's he's leading the league with sacks fourteen and a half. The next closest guy is thirteen. And he missed two games. If Bosa doesn't tear his ACL, we don't even have a conversation about who might be the best defensive player in the year right uh, defensive player in the league right now because he'd have back to back years of just pure mm. dominance, which is what Miles Garrett did, which is mm. what T.J. Watt did, and that's why I'm going to put Bosa too. So you'd say if Bosa was healthy last year, he's the best edge rusher in, in NFL. Yes, unquestionably. Okay. All right, I'm I'm with it because. And and he's just I love him, you know. He's just, yeah. he's just an amazing. A lot of memories with, with your mother's human so being, and well, I just both the three, four, and five. Um, nice. Some about Fort Lauderdale, maybe. Uh, three would probably be uh, probably T.J. Watt because also the injuries and find a way finds a way to come back. God, plays through injuries. So good when he plays. Like man. it's just T- again we t- we see injuries and then we just did. Bump them down. How old is he, too? He's late 20s, I think. Yeah, I would say he's still got some time. Miles Garrett, four, and then five. Ah, that's really fucking tough. That was tough. You're not going to put Sauce there? I feel you got to put a corner there. Or Pat Sertan. I would take Pat Sertan over Sauce Gardner. More physical. More physical, better speed. Yeah, but but, but, uh, Gardner's more of a playmaker. I see Dion in him. Sertan is like... Nah, I'm taking Pat Sertan. Sertan, he's, That's fine. he's flashy, I'm not mad bro. at like AJ Terrell either. Like these, there's some really good corners in this league that aren't like top three to four or five, and not mad at any of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
There's a lot of good. I'll young put Pat Sertan five. Talent. But I might even, if I can think about an edge rusher, another edge rusher. Real quick, might... though, we'll talk about Trayvon Diggs. Here's some of the receivers he's locked down. I couldn't yeah, find yeah, all yeah, the stats together. But Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, some of the best receivers. These are in all the top league. 10 dudes. Yeah. All top 10 guys, and they look like nothing. Speaking of top 10, and then he gets beat on one route. So he gets beat up on one route, and then it's by, all by a practice media, squad boy, and everyone's which is like, a great, oh. "Which is a great point." He's a social media corner, hey, but in the opposite content. way of Justin Herbert. Gets engagement. Speaking of top ten, we had we we were trying to we were going all over Twitter yesterday during the uh, the one p.m. games. <coughs> What's uh-huh. the consensus top ten wide receivers right now? Because the talent pool is there's no consensus. Absurd. No I'm, consensus. I want your consensus. I, I think okay. I think it's more like like ask a receiver like is he a top ten guy? Because there's like. Ten guys you can put at that yeah. ten spot. Okay, so we're argued as a top ten. It's like yeah. yes or no. All right, off the dome. What's your top ten wide receivers? What the fuck? Oh my god, that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. You gonna like this one, Mister Stat, Mister Analytics? <laughs> <laughs> second highest, second highest. That was so cute. Second highest PFF uh, rating, right? Whatever it's called, PFF rating uh, since week four. Number one is your boy Tyreek Hill. Number Shout two, CD Lamb. Ooh. We had questions. In the first couple weeks of the season, if C.D. Lamb was a wide receiver one, I think he solidified that he is. He is a wide receiver. Let the record let the record reflect. I've been on that. You've been not on that. I wasn't early in the season. I'm, I'm realistic. All right, he's, so a, he's an Amari Cooper guy. Top you know, 10 like, wide receivers? let's do that tomorrow in the power ranking. That can be. Oh, oh that's a good one. Oh. Let's wait for it. That'll let's come out Wednesday. It. That'll come out Wednesday. So stay tuned. Oh, I was ready to go. I'm going to make Debo Samuel's Yeah, but I think I want to. I want to rank contenders. No, we're going to do it on Wednesday because that's our power ranking segment. So make sure you come back on Wednesday. We have nothing. Let's make sure you come back on Wednesday to listen to that power ranking segment. We're going to rank our top ten wide receivers in football. Through week 13. Let me, let me get a hot take. I would say, do we got hot takes? Uh, I saw, let's get I saw the hot one. take right now because I then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I, I saw I saw a really good one about, go do you see day. that Raiders make the playoff one? No, nah, I'm looking at a lot right that now. Was a good one. So many let's goals. get two, Felipe. Let's make Let's I hope one of those hot takes is the Detroit Lions have the best future in the NFL. Four, oh, my bro, God. There's a really good one here. I want to get one that from a from a, a non-capper. A lot of cappers keep bringing them, bro. It's like the same guys keep bringing them, and they're good, but. Let's get someone else that's not a capper. Nah, find find. Yo, just a uh, quick uh, shout out for these cappers. Thank you for submitting. <laughs> thank you for submitting your hot Yo, takes every day. But uh, if you are in our Discord, <laughs> and you should definitely join our Discord, you can go to the link in our bio and all of our socials. Join the Discord. Let us know what hot take you have, and you might be featured on the pod. Um, you'll be added to an exclusive group in the Discord of all the cappers. So be sure to submit any good hot take you might have that you want us to talk about. Felipe, you have one for us? All right, here's a non-capper that that put in a pretty good one. I still might have to throw in a really quickly, a capper threw a good one in it. But here we go, 89 cents. We've talked about him before because I think he gave a suggestion once. I feel like, yeah. Uh, But he's not a capper yet, so I think it's time. Welcome. I think I know the one you're going for. Broncos would have been at least 7-4 and if they kept Fangio. Mm. I think so. And you trade for Russell Wilson, so you still trade for Russell Wilson, you keep Fangio. I think so. Like, obviously, Russell Wilson has fallen off this year. But a huge part of that fall off is because of Nathaniel Hackett, and if you save that, then I think they're a lot better. Nathaniel Hackett is—he might be the worst coach in football. He's, He's so goddamn blows. bad, dude. So bad. We, I mean, we were talking about right—they've been scoring 18 points a game or something. Yeah. If, if, well, or my, if they were scoring 18. Oh, if they points, scored 18, they they would be like be nine, nine and two. two. Yeah, see, or in, ten my, and two in my head, I still think the Broncos are a contender in the AFC because they're currently How ten the and fuck? well, they're ten and two right now. You know, <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, ten and two. No, yeah, as a ten and two team, you know, the Broncos—they're they're really explosive. Like Russ is playing great, throwing the ball well. You know, that that offense is averaging 18 points a game. The same way, if you were to go to Chipotle and just ask for a little bit of lettuce. It's considered a salad, as you would say, yeah, is the same salad. way that the Broncos yeah, yeah. are ten and, and two, two. Exactly. because they put up eighteen it's points. Only, you know? It's basically a salad. So there's only five teams in the NFL that have uh, less than eighteen points per game, and the Broncos obviously are in that five. They have the worst, and dude, it's like the Steelers, Texans, yeah. Colts. Like it's a it's a bad. Like, group. You didn't say it, but to think that a lot of America and just football fans in general thought the Broncos were a dark horse. So did you? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. he didn't. I did. Yeah. I give credit um, to I'm, Jack. I'm trying to save you from from that group of people. Jack's but a that's smart crazy. man. He always says he's not smart, but he's All a right, smart man. All right, here's another good one. This is also not a capper, so welcome, uh, Beastly. But beastly. the way he spells, spells Beastly, it's like an I and a three, so it looks like a B. Ah, yeah, smart. I like that. Clever, creativity. Beastly epic. Mike McDaniel is the best head coach in the NFL right now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honestly, I knew Jack it's, was it's say not that. a horrible take. It's not. 
Like it's not. Bro, Andy Reid exists. Bill Belichick exists. No, I don't stop with Belichick. Hold yeah, on. but those are like all-time greats. He's, I think that what they're, they're talking about is this year. Yeah, I'll yeah, still take Andy Reid. Andy Reid for sure. I'll still take Andy Reid over him. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll still take Sean McVay over him. I'll still take Kyle Shanahan over him. I won't take Belichick. No, I, actually, right now, no. Right this second, but, I will just because, I mean, Belichick doesn't have the roster that McDaniel has. Which well, credit to McDaniel because he brought a lot of those guys with him. So it's almost like, like Belichick as a head coach can just hey, go Mike, spend Mike that McDaniel, free agent Mike McDaniel is great, on. though. He's a good offensive mind. He's a really good player's coach. He's great. He is. But he's not. Come on. He has to prove that. He does. He so, does. And this year he's been doing a great job, but he needs to, like, it's a longevity thing also. But I will say, I'll take and Mike like The Mc- guys they immediately brought up were guys who have proven it over. I'll take Mike McDaniel years. over Bill Belichick any day of the week. Wow. Okay. So is, is he the best coach in the league? No. Oh, who is? Andy Reid. Andy okay, Reed? wait. Where, right. where, does, where does Mike McDaniel rank what for you What about Pete Carroll? Oh, exactly. Oh, I, yeah, I Pete Carroll. I put, I put McDaniel in the top ten because of the revival. Sure. I'll put him in the top, top ten. ten That's know. not saying much. I'm only, but again, I'm not, like gonna sit here, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and just start saying, like, McDaniel's a top five guy. Why? Because of what he's done in, in one season? I, I want to see sustained. Do you like him or Shanahan? Shanahan. I've okay. seen him take. I've him seen him or Mike McCarthy. Put him in there. Mike McDaniel. McCarthy's having a damn good season. I think I'll take, McCarthy's I'll, take, not, I'll think I'll take Big McCarthy's McCarthy. a benefactor McCarthy. of a fantastic team. I think he's doing a great job. Uh, but and I don't you think don't have a fantastic team? You got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Th- do you think – we said at the beginning of the year Mike McCarthy's what? not much. No, I don't the think Cowboys he's amazing, but you a, can't the, use the Cowboys that argument. I can promote Dan Quinn to be the head coach, and they'll still do the same exact thing. No, but you can't, you can't make that roster. argument – when you have the same shit with yours, all right? Like, you can't Stop looking at him to back you up. No, Stop. no he's, he's a Cowboy right fan. Here. Look at me. McCar- McCarthy in his past 30 games, I think I saw, is like 22-8 and eight or some shit. He's a Super Bowl champion. Something like that. Please don't kill me. Something like that. It was good. All right, let me bring one last one. It's going to be really quick. I just think it's a fun one, and this is already a capper, viscery. So, Brock, this is what he said. Brock Purdy, the new Tom Brady. Starting QB gets hurt, he comes in and balls out, takes the spot, and the rest is going to be his. You goddamn Whoa. straight. You goddamn right, buddy. There we go. I like this guy. I like that it's guy. It's a fun one. That I mean, like, I'm not mad if it happens. From Mr. Irrelevant to totally relevant. Now, Welcome. do you think that, I mean, what if they get Baker? <laughs> then they, they're just not hey, putting faith in it's that. it's either Big Cock Brock, Light Skin Baker. You know, like, I don't know what we're going with. We're going to go with something, you know. Light Skin Baker. Look, Jack compared the situation to Colin Kaepernick earlier. This is an even better situation, Tom Brady. So, yeah, there's no way I think you're okay. If Brock Purdy and the Niners find a way to win the Super Bowl, it'd be better than Tom Brady's first year. Good luck. Let's wrap it up. Let's Good wrap it up. Good luck. All right, thanks for tuning in. I love Go you check all. out all our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Make sure you go to the Game Day NFL on all socials. Go to thegameday.com for any sports betting offers you want, and tune in next time. Caps Off. Love you. Bye. Bye.